0: Hey everyone, welcome to What's Up with Pastor Chuck. And again, I'm super excited we get to be together. And I want to talk to you about something that I know can be life-changing. And I've been so intrigued with the whole idea of the research behind what I'm about to talk to you about. But as a believer in God, this is something that you need to be aware of because if you are doing things the way God wants to, it enhances your life. And the reason I'm using that word enhances is I became aware of something during my uh, studies called the enhancement theory. The enhancement theory. Now, here's what's so interesting about the enhancement theory is that when they've done studies on it, they found it has made people's lives better. It's made people live uh, uh, lives in a more victorious way. It, it's caused people not to suffer from burnout and actually can be a tool that ends burnout. and a lot of times in life, we don't need how we don't realize how this goes counterintuitively to the choices we make, but it makes all get ready for this all the difference in the world. So what am I talking about? Most people live their life by what we call the scarcity mentality, which is the opposite of the enhancement theory. Now, what is the scarcity mentality? It's this, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough control. I don't have the ability. I I don't have the energy. And it's all about what you don't have, what you don't have. And so, you know what happens, interestingly, is we'll have to say to someone, hey, man, God gave you a spiritual gift, and he's calling for you to do life-changing things and to make a difference in the world for the kingdom of God. And their answer is, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough energy. I don't have enough uh, uh, bandwidth. I don't have... And you're like, well, wait a minute. It's all about I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, which is what we call the scarcity mentality, which by the way, are you ready for this? It's probably not true. It's probably a lie you're believing because it's not true. Because where you're saying I don't have enough time, there are other people who are just as busy as you are and they're doing those things. You know that, I, I, if I said to you, Hey I'd love for you to go on a global outreach trip to Kenya Tracy I called out Kenya Tracy goes to Kenya all the time and she would tell you it's life-changing she would tell you it's energizing she would tell you that God does something special in her life and I said you need this you need this and you go but I don't have the time well Tracy's busy how come she has the time and you don't uh, Marlon how about you no I'm kidding <laughs> Marlon you going to Kenya <laughs> He said, he's down to go. Okay, good. But so it's so interesting how we hear this all the time. I don't have enough time. Or by the way, in, in ministry, I'll hear people say, I'll say, Hey, we need to go out and make life changing things happen. We need to make an impact for the kingdom of God. And they'll say, well, what's the budget? And I'll go, what, what do you mean? Well, you know, if I don't have a budget, I can't do it. Like really? Yeah. By the way, did you know Jesus did not have a budget? You know? Um, so here's what I want you to think about. I don't, I don't, I don't. Now that goes to a very interesting concept in psychology called the locus of control. Not locus like in a, as a bug. It's L-O-C-U-S. In other words, where is the where do you get control from? Where do you get your ability to do things from? So listen to me on this because really interesting. You could either have what we call the internal locus of control or the external locus of control. I'm going to define it for you. When someone is under what we call the external locus of control, they don't feel in control. They would say, you know what? I can't do this because nobody will let me. I can't because, you know, circumstances have worked against me. I can't because I don't have enough money. I can't because I didn't come from a good family. I can't because uh, my my." people in my life are always attacking me and they feel like all their outward circumstances determine their ability to do anything. So not having enough money, not having enough education, not having family background. Not ha- and if only I had those things, then I could finally do something in my life. And you know what? That is the exact opposite of what the Bible teaches. The Bible teaches us to have an internal locus of control. That means this. When I get around someone who has a strong internal locus of control, they're like, I can do anything. I can make it happen. I can work things out. There's a challenge before me. I'm going to overcome it. And see, that's what the Bible teaches. That's why Paul said this in Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through him, through Jesus, who strengthens me. Paul said, you know what, I don't need money, I can do it. I don't need uh, I, I don't need people helping me, I can do it. I don't need the circumstances to work out for me, I can do it. I don't need the economy to go my way, I can do it. I don't need uh, to have you know all these other resources around me, I somehow can do it. He had an internal locus of control. That meant he thought, I can do anything through Jesus who strengthens me. Listen to how Paul actually words this whole section. He says, not that I speak from want, for I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I am. I know how to get along with humble means, and I also know how to live in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of being filled and going hungry, of both having abundance and suffering need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Paul said that. He said, you know what? If I have tons of money, I can do great things. If I have no money, I can do great things. If I have, you know, a really nice car, I can do great things. If I don't have a car car at all, I could somehow find a way to do great things. If I have all these people coming along to help me, I could do great things. But if I'm on my own, guess what? I can do great things. Paul was not at the mercy of his circumstances or the mercy of others because he had Jesus Christ in him. And with Jesus, he could do anything. With God, he could conquer all. With God, no challenge was too great. No mountain was too high. No wall was too thick. Because with God, he could do anything. His locus of control was not even just internal. It was better than internal. It was the power of the Holy Spirit working in him. Now, see, he didn't suffer from a scarcity theory. Well, I don't have enough. I don't have enough resources. I don't have enough time. I don't have the technology. I don't have, it was none of that. It was all about, I have Jesus, so I have more than enough. I have Jesus, so I have more than enough That's why he didn't live by the scarcity mentality. And by the way, this probably doesn't surprise you. People with an external locus of control who are controlled by their circumstances tend to have learned helplessness and live a defeated life. People with an internal locus of control tend to have high self-image, better health, better mental health, more joy, more success than other people who don't. Matter of fact, it's, it's a game changer at that point. And when you have the Holy Spirit, when you have the power of Jesus in you, that should create in you an internal locus of control so that you do not live by the scarcity mentality. I don't have, therefore I can't. Now, you said, but Chuck, you started with the enhancement theory. Get ready for the enhancement theory. They found that when you're feeling like I can't, or you're feeling overwhelmed, or you're feeling burned out, One option you have is to do less in your life so you can get rest and get better. And that could actually help. But they've also found another way of going is called the enhancement theory. That is for a season. It's key for a season. You add more into your life and you do more, not less. Now, let me give you probably a pretty clear example of that. A woman who was in this particular research study I read was the vice president uh, and actually grow uh, of a very, very large corporation. Uh, She had tons of responsibility. She had lots of goals she had to achieve. She had deadlines she had to meet. She had people that worked for her and depended on her. And she was beginning to feel burned out. She started losing her joy. She lost her energy. Uh, she got to a point where she wasn't sure she could make it and started to feel like a failure. Uh, she didn't feel like a good wife. She didn't feel like a good mother. Uh, she didn't feel like a good vice president and employee. She felt like she was letting everybody around her, uh, down around her. So what she did was this. Instead of doing less she actually took on the job of coaching her daughter's softball team. In college, she was actually an incredible softball player. Matter of fact, she got a scholarship and played softball in a a major university. So she decided on top of everything else she was doing, she would carve out the time to coach her daughter's softball team and work so that they could actually do well. So She started out with all the practices, went to all the games, oversaw all the girls, uh, oversaw her two assistant coaches on top of all her responsibilities as her wife, as a mother, and a vice president of the company. She found something interesting happening. She found herself having more energy She found herself sleeping better. She found herself looking forward to things more. She actually accomplished more in her business, and her and her team actually set records in what they were doing. And she was amazed. Rather than being burned out, she was fueled because she took on something extra that she was good at, And it made her stronger and it made her better. And she found out this thing, I can do all things that I never thought I could do. So you know what? Every now and then someone will say to me, I'm just so tired. And I'll say, then go do a ministry in the church. And they're like, ah, don't you understand? I can't do another thing. Scarcity mentality. I can't do another thing. And I actually say, well, maybe the answer for you is to do another thing. Do another thing for God. Add an extra 30 minutes or an hour of time in the word. Uh, Choose to volunteer in our children's area, our junior high area, our high school area, our disabilities area. Choose to be a part of the food pantry. Got it right? Food pantry, not food. I always call it the food bank. (laughs) We don't have a food bank. We have a food pantry. Uh, Choose to be a part of that. Sign up for a global outreach trip. Uh, Begin to do more for other people. Spend an extra hour with your children, an extra two hours with your friends, and go and do something more. And I want to tell you, you may be finding out something that if you're a believer, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. So rather than right away giving something else up, rather than cutting back, the enhancement theory says this you can do more than you think you can. You can accomplish more than you thought you could. You can take on whatever challenge is there. And you may find something incredible happening on the other side. Joy beyond anything you can imagine. And Nehemiah chapter 8 teaches us this. The joy of the Lord is your strength. May you be enhanced. (laughs) And you know what? Next week, I can't wait to get back with you. And I want to share more about what God could do in your life too. God bless you and have a great week.